Welcome to another Tabletop Ramble, I'm your host once again, Jacko. Okay, on this show, once again I've got the crew back together as we continue our live playthrough of the Alien RPG. In the Kickstarter kick around, we take a look at Lasting Tales, V Commandos Deluxe, and the card game Clash of Deck. But before all that, here's this week's Tabletop Gaming News. First up this week, prolific game designer Rona Knizia has unveiled a new game called Siege of Rundar. The Siege of Rundar is a co-op game for 1-4 players and is set in an ancient dwarven castle marking the entrance to a series of mines that are rich in gold. Until recently, the amount of gold was believed to have been exhausted. The latest expedition though has seen the discovery of a new vein of gold. A new adventuring group was able to acquire some of this before returning back to the surface only to find that they have been intercepted by an entire army. This is a deck building game where players must work together to try to defend the fortress against the forces of orcs, goblins and trolls, summoning the walls in waves that they must stave off from afar. Using their ranged weapons and up close in melee attacks, you'll win the game if you're able to successfully keep the attackers at bay long enough to tunnel your way to freedom. Andrew Bosley, the artist behind Everdale, has also been recruited onto this project. The Siege of Rundar is due to be released in October later on this year. As of yet, a retail price has not been announced. Once again, we've got some more Stargrave news for you. Via his blog, The Renaissance Troll, writer Joseph A. McCulloch has said that he has developed a special mini expansion for Stargrave that is going to be released for free at the same time as the rulebook. This is called Stargrave Dead or Alive and is a mini expansion that allows you to play solo bounty hunting scenarios. Essentially you roll for the unique outlaw you're after and their gang. You roll for a setting and any potential complications, then using the simple rules modifications you go after your mark. This is going to be released on the Osprey Games website when Stargrave is released, which should be the 29th of this month. Ravensburger have unveiled a new expansion for the Marvel Villainous line of games. The new edition is going to be called Mischief and Malice. In this game where you are trying to prove to be the worst bad guy, you will now be able to add the likes of Modoc, Madam Mask and Loki to the uh, ever-growing list of bad guys. Currently you can pick to be either Thanos, Taskmaster, Ultron or Hela, as well as Killmonger. This new edition should be out on August the 1st and is priced at $25 or £18. <laughs> Publisher Pretzel Games have announced a new spin-off game from Camel Up. Camel Up Off-Season is a board game for 3-5 players based in the same Saharan setting as the original family game. This time it's going to be focusing on the desert market rather than the racing. 
When the camels aren't tearing their way across the track, they'll be pulling caravans heaped with goods ready to be sold. Throughout the game, players must bid on who gets to choose from the available markets first. Each market can carry between three to six different items, ranging from carpets, vases and fruits. If the player is successful with their bidding, then they'll be able to select what items they want. Points are scored in different ways, such as matching colours, variety of different items, or indeed matching items. The artwork is really good and is matching the previous second edition Camel Up artwork. Once again, there's some very cool 3D buildings that will be popping up on the table, just to give it that little bit of a wow factor. We can expect to see this released in June later this year. So here we are guys, ready to venture on the part 4 of our Alien RPG. This is from the starter set, Chariot of the Gods. Unfortunately there are one or two swear words and some scenes of horror, so I don't recommend this one for younger ears. Hope you enjoy. Let's um, do a recap. So we began the first act, first episode, um, with you. You were all soundly asleep in cryo, um, on your way to a big paycheck. You were thinking you've got um, as your spaceship, the uh, Montero, was full of gas, um, which in transit is currently in its um, dangerous state but hopefully by the time, or the plan was that by the time you reach Sutter's world, it's um, reached the stage where it's quite safe and you can make the delivery down planet side and, and get, get a big fat paycheck. Uh, and you awoke out of cryo sleep, thinking you'd arrived at Sutter's world. Mother woke you up, um, brought you out of cryo. You were having breakfast when you, um, I think it was your character, Jacko, you started to hail Sutter's world and there was no, no transponder, nothing was um, contacting you back. Uh, it seemed that the, that the facility down on Sutter's world was completely dead. And you consulted Mother and Mother made you aware that you're not at Sutter's world and that you had been diverted and she spoke to the captain um, to let the captain know that while you were all in cryo, she'd uh, received a distress signal from a ship and that new orders had come in from Whalen Utani to um, go to that ship, uh, recover the ship if possible, uh, any crew were on there um, and any science uh, scientific artifacts or any uh, of the data from their science mission that you could find um, and then you with a bit of snazzy piloting from Jacko's character um, because before you knew it there was a ping on the radar and the Kronos was uh, on a collision course drifting right towards you um, but thankfully we're a bit of I think you rolled so well you were allowed to show off so you did a, like a, a barrel roll over the top of the Kronos and uh, brought yourself smoothly alongside it. Um, yeah, you the big frigates are designed for that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, weren't in your hands. It purrs to your commands. Um, and then, if I remember rightly, you uh, 
uh, as a team or maybe commanded by Rob's character I can't remember you uh, donned your pressure suits um, extended the umbilical cord uh, and had to I think you hacked your way you managed to um, rather than physically smash your way through the broken uh, airlock of the Kronos I think you were able to use a comms roll and, and managed to hack that open um, and what you found on the other side was that everything was uh, covered in frost and there was very little breathable atmosphere, breathable but not very nice. And um, so you kept your pressure suits on, um, lights are, were all out apart from the emergency lighting. Um, you first tried to gain access to speak to mother, um, but you couldn't gain access and uh, Pete's character, who's the Wayland Jutani agent. Oh. Um, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. He agent. said uh, he, he, he kindly oh, offered yeah. to stay behind and try Stop and uh, try and get his way in. And um, yeah, that's, that's rude. what was that? Uh, 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 agent, that's that's very disingenuous. I, I consider myself your your conduit your link to the powers that be that determine what happens to us all out in space beautiful um, and then the rest of the crew while you were doing the honourable thing and trying to right. get into speak to mother uh, went straight to the I think you picked up a ping actually on your motion tracker and you went down to the cryo chambers which were in a pretty sad state again you had to hack your way to get the door open which had uh, scrapes all down the door and when you got into the crowd chambers uh, three or four of them were smashed open um, a few of them had desiccated bodies that had uh, clearly died over the past 73 years and just uh, dried up um, while two seemed to be empty um, I think one of you decided to go and uh, I think it was your character, Mike, was uh, was suffering from quite a lot of stress, both in character and mechanic-wise of the game. So you said, look, I want to go take a moment somewhere, and you tripped over a body behind you with its head missing and a shotgun in its hands, and you surmised that they'd taken their own life. And, and on closer inspection, you noticed that their arms were deformed and, and longer than they, than they should be, and it was bursting out of their... Uh, pressure suit was the, the length of their arms um, and before you knew it mother came on the tannoys and told you that she was reactivating um, in fact that was after talking to you I think uh, Pete the characters don't know this but you managed to get in to speak to mother and she uh, explained about the scientific mission that they were on and she proceeded to wake up the crew um, and the crew stumbled their way out of their crew. you're conduit to, to, to Wayland here, yeah, you know, I'm here to help you guys. The crew Don't stumbled out of their cryo chambers and um, before even introductions could be made, um, one of the one of them who you, um, you probably heard someone shout Cooper, it was Cooper, um, was complaining of terrible, terrible head pains. He collapsed on the floor and, and you, uh, Captain Miller, Rob's character and a couple of others uh, rushed forward to try and help him but what you noticed over your shoulder the, the crew of the Kronos were slowly backing away um, and a horrible scene ensued uh, the poor 
Dr. Cooper's eye popped out, um, a, a little arm reaches out of the eye socket and tears his face open and a, and a, and a horrible little creature still in its placenta drops onto the floor and starts to crawl its way out and I think it was uh, Rob's character who quickly turned the flamethrower that'd be me, sorry uh, sorry, uh, Jacko's character turned the flamethrower onto the creature which uh, shot off and escaped down an air vent and so that's where you we yeah. that's where we pick up uh, the scene I think um I got you all to roll for oxygen left in your pressure suits. Rob's, um, I think if I remember rightly, yours was the only one that was starting to run low. Yeah, I think, I, I think mine had exactly knack all in it. Yeah, it was getting very low. I think you did have a couple of units left where everyone else was fine. I think you've all got a bit of stress. Um, but what I think I would like to... to begin with is um, Jacko, your character starts getting an alarm in their pressure suit and you're somehow in the fight, in the flames um, trying to help this writhing uh, Dr. Cooper the, there's a rip in your pressure suit and you are quickly uh, losing pressure uh, in, in your suit mm -hmm. what are you, you going to do about that? Um, I think before I do anything, I'm actually going to turn around. I'm just going to start screaming at the other guys, like the new lot, and I'm going to demand, so I, you know, what the hell is going on here? You know, so that's my first thing. I'm not, I don't think I'm overly aware of what's going on. Uh, like the adrenaline's taken over, and so I'm just demanding answers. Mm. So I turn right with the flamethrower in my hand, and I'm pointing at the new crew, and I'm saying, like, what the hell is going to happen in here? And I think um, you see this big. Um, in the, the military uniform, clearly a, you'll recognise them as a colonial marine, steps forward, not afraid of that being pointed at them, and, you know, stands right up to you. And like, no, no, who the, who the fuck are you? This is our shit. What, what are you doing here? Just at me, yeah? Yeah, yeah, just really. Um, this is one of, and, um, and Alex, um, this is one of your crew members. Uh, whether you want to step in and, and stop them from doing this, I'll let this play yeah. out. That's up to you. Okay. Um, I think Miller's going to have to step in. Okay, Gunny, stand down, stand down. We don't want to invade your ship. We're not monsters like the thing that's just burst out of your mate's face. We just want to find out what's going on. You've been asleep for a while. So you might still be suffering from a little bit of disorientation, but the last thing we need right now is for us to start fighting each other. So ease down, ease down. And another character in the background, and you heard them say this when when the incident was taking place. That said, that, "This that shouldn't have happened. He 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 had the inoculation. I gave him an inoculation. That I gave him the syringe. That shouldn't have happened. He should have been cured." Inoculation to a bloody what? And um, the, the, it's your uh, medical officer Flynn that said this, Alex, and turns to you like looking for permission to whether they should say any more. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. There's a lot going on all at once, and I just woke up on the wrong side of the cryosleep chamber. Oh, um. I see on the map there's three cryo chambers. Am I to intuit that there are 
um, the crew would have been dispersed between three of them, right? So not all the crew might be present, although I assume all of the ones that are alive are in the room with me. That's right, yeah, yeah. So all your crews would be now. Where's Captain Holmes? If you woke us up, have you woken him up yet? Captain Hobbs, as far as I know, isn't isn't awake. Now, uh, I don't know how to break this to you, but um, when we came into the uh, into the ship, there were a number of cadavers in the uh, cryo unit next to yours. And I know you're just awake and all that, but you're probably the best person here can tell us well, what we've got left here. Well, uh, John's. My name's Second Officer John, Albert John, and um, Captain Miller. Uh, I won't say it's a pleasure yet, but but uh, good to see a, another face. We've been out here a long time. I'm uh, I'm Second Officer on this on this ship, the Kronos. Um, we're on a scientific mission, or we were before we went to cryo sleep, um, harvesting samples from the nearby planet. I, presume we're still nearby to a planet. Uh, let's just say you're not how, how, how long have we been out? About Another 70 years. <laughs> sort of it? Okay. Um, sorry, <laughs> could you could you say that? I, I think I'm still waking up. It sounded like you said 73 years. Uh, yeah, that's almost exactly what I said there. About 73 years. Do you need a moment? I think that's. Um, I think I'm going to deal with that one in a minute. That's uh, that's uh, something we're going to think about later. Uh, I'm, I'm mostly scrambled eggs up top right now. But um, listen, uh, what's important now is um, if, if Cooper was the science officer who's had exploded. That's right. Yeah. Cooper. If Cooper didn't take his jab, uh, and that creature's on the loose, then uh, we've got a problem. You see, um, we were sent out here to, to do a little exploration, and we did. We went down um, onto a planet which had no name, just designation LV-113. And um, we explored, we found some ruins, alien ruins, and, and we explored them. Um, for a, for a scientific endeavor, uh, an archaeological mission, if you will, and we we picked up some uh, some artifacts. We we gathered what we could, and we uh, we brought them back onto the ship, and, and we left. And we were in cryo sleep because we were on the way home. Sorry, it's 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 coming back to me now. Seventy-three. Nope. Um, but it 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 turns out that. Um, there's an infection. Something, something nasty. Uh, my, my science officers will know more about the details, but uh, something nasty on there. And uh, we, we, well, the doctor developed a <coughs> an inoculation for it. Yeah, and, and, and Doctor Flynn might interrupt there and and, and say, look, yeah. look, we have enough for all of you. Um, it works. I promise you. Uh, Cooper mustn't. He mustn't have taken it. He, I gave. I. I didn't inject. It. I trusted him. I gave him the syringe. Um, but we've got enough for everyone. If you follow me back to the med lab, uh, we, we. I can arrange that for you. Because um, if you don't, it, it's on board. It's in the air. Um, you know. 
we need to protect you from this. Right, Adam, how long is all this going on for? Because I'm kind of doing my own thing about it now. Yeah, okay, so why, why don't we cut back to, to you? So while maybe uh, they're thinking about that inoculation, we'll cut back to your character, um, Pete. So you, your character is... Um, I've forgotten his name. Clayton, is it? Uh, Wilson. Wilson, sorry. Wilson, um, yeah, Wilson, after speaking to Mother, has snuck off to Deck B, I believe. I have, so yeah. So what, what's his I plan have, down I'm, on, on Deck B? Check, check my scanner, scan like mental. I'm trying to obviously listen to what's going on above me. Uh, and I'm trying and make my way as quickly as possible to uh, the med lab, if I may. Oh, right, okay. No, the science lab, actually. So, science lab. Let me get my notes up. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be the, uh, um, was it the motion detector thing? Uh, oh, so you want to, um, you're going to power up your motion detector and see uh, what's down there, yeah? Um, and when you turn mm -hmm. that, when you turn that on, um, you um, get a little ping um, again, and then it switches uh, off. Okay, That's really, nice. but uh, down in the uh, reactor core, you see that right down at the bottom. Right. There's okay. A, yeah. There's a, Got uh, a ping. Yeah. Um, well, ever so, kind of... and then it's gone. All right. Well, because I'm I'm being hasty whilst not being hasty. If that makes sense, I'm kind of like trying to get this done as quickly as possible. Um, but also aware that people, some at some point, someone's going to think, "Hey, what happened to Wilson?" Um, so yeah, I'm yeah, just we dashing as quick as I can down. <laughs> so where are you heading to? Science, um, science lab so, two, science lab one, med lab. What did you say? Uh, yeah, we yeah, basically they're down to the science sector to see if there's any of the any of the poles that are um, available or out. So I'm just obviously looking to see for, um, um, yeah. The black stuff, shall we say? Okay. So you <laughs> you tell me which one you're going to first, Science Lab One or Science Lab Two? Uh, well, there's a double airlock into the science sector. Um, uh, um, science Lab Two is just on the right, and Science Lab. Yeah. Um, and your your key card. Um, science Lab Two is the larger. The, the doors open, no problem for you um, with your. Um, okay. Um, what uh, is Science Lab? I mean, is it clean? So is, Science Lab is, is 2, where are you going to? I don't know. Um, so well, Science Lab this is 2... I mean, yeah, come Science Lab 2 is just uh, a charred uh, wreck, really. Um, Fantastic. Whatever, whatever happened there... Something has gone wrong. You can perhaps see that um, maybe at a ceiling height, things aren't as burned. So you surmise, and you can see maybe the um, incinerators built into the ceiling. Um, someone must have triggered uh, the yep. incinerator to um, get great. rid of what, whatever I'm, I'm was in avoid that, like the plague. That, that room. Avoid that, like the plague. There's, there's something nasty happening now. What's happening? What's going on inside of one? Um, well. What you do before you leave, uh, leave that room, what you do see on the floor is just a crumpled uh, pressure suit. Um, Great. Charred I'll all over. But it, that, like, <laughs> yeah, so you're back in 
Ta-ta, that's lovely. I'll, back I'm, I'm, I'm not back even interested in that one, one, one little bit. Okay, are you going into science lab one? I'm opening the door, yeah. Yeah. And so as you enter this room, um, the lights are flickering. Um, so you're, okay. you're almost getting a strobe effect uh, of, of what's lovely going on in going on in there um give me uh, you know it's been a while now actually just give me a quick roll on the oxygen levels on your space suit for me so right. um i don't think did you lose any oxygen in the last I test How... so you've got five units of oxygen so you roll uh, five stress dice oxygen level there we go um, and you're fine there. So what we were looking at, if you get the little face hugger symbol, that means you've lost one unit of oxygen per face Where, hugger symbol. Where's the dice roll come up? Oh, so if you go into the chat, so you've rolled one success and two yep. blank. So you're fine. Yep. Your oxygen's fine. Um, so I just wanted to check cool. before you go any further. Um, so yeah, the, the lights are flickering here. And, and what you notice in this room as the lights flickering, there's a pile of bones uh, in the middle of the lab on the floor. Um, you, you can see an examination table um, in front of you and similar to the other room, um, but this one's not charred out. There's a, um, there's a decon hood that can be used to uh, decontaminate things. Yep. Um, and inside that, uh, and currently covered by the decontamination hood, is a metal metallic urn. Um, ah, yeah, yeah. And um, to your left, um, there is a, a malfunctioning fridge, and uh, you will see in there that there are three other urns, um, but these ones um, are just uh, oozing out uh, this black liquid that's dripping down um, the fridge <laughs> and, and pooling, pooling out onto the floor. All right. Okay. Um, is that like a petri dish or anything to take a sample with? Um, like a, something, something small and containable. Form. Yeah, I won't. I won't uh, get you to roll for that. Yeah, you, you find uh, a, it's not a petri dish. It's a little um, glass. What would you? That, that they would swirl liquid in and with a. A futuristic looking Meyer flask. A Meyer flask is that what they call? That's the one. Yeah. Um, okay. Is uh, can I close? Oh, no. Um, this 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 oozing black stuff. How is it oozing? Is it is does it appear to be any a liquid or is it doing something unusual? Yeah. So um, it, it's leaking out of the fridge, but where it congeals uh, on the floor, these strange like uh, black fungal nodes have started to uh, grow up. Right. Tata. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, think, I'm thinking Nickus of this. I'm, I'm, I'm literally going to walk away because I'm. I don't like this one little bit. Uh, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to literally try because uh, there's an armory down there, isn't there? Um, just near towards the the, um, the comm station. Yeah. Festival one, I think it is. So I'm have you got before gonna, you leave? Have you got your sample? Did you scoop some up? Into no, the, I'm not touching any of that you're stuff. You're not touching it. Okay. If okay. there's stuff growing, in it, I'm just leaving it be. It can do its own little thing. Because no, <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm not that foolish. Um, I'm. I'm also not that brave. I'm also, so what I'm going to do is I'm literally going to scoot, literally, you know, high tail again, keep on a cursory scan up the, um, um, the motion tracker towards the army and see what's going on in there. 
Okay. Um, if you're turning your motion tracker on, do the same with the five yellow dice because you've got five units of power left um, and see if uh, that battery is still functioning right oh. uh, correctly. So do the same roll as you did before, oh, but so this counts towards you, the motion tracker. Got, so the so stress so, dice again, is it? Yeah, there? roll me five stress dice. So, yeah, so you've lost one power. <laughs> so you've now um, only got four. Okay. Just make a note of that for me because I'll forget. Um, but you've got four. Uh, so, again, you get that momentary flicker down at the reactor chamber and then it goes out again. It, and you, maybe you tap it and um, the screen flickers and, you, and you're not sure. While you're heading to the armory, let's cut back to everyone else. So you've just been offered uh, this inoculation from Dr. Flynn. He might even say to you, is, is there, is there, and he counts you, is, is there, is this everyone? Captain? We, we do have one uh, representative of a uh, corporation with us. Oh, and then where well, are they? I think he was trying to get the computer working. Um, on hearing that, Reed, the Colonial Marine, turns to, to your character, Alex, the cat, um, well, uh, John's who's now in command. We shouldn't have people wandering around the ship, Captain, unescorted. Uh, permission to go find this agent, this Wayland Utani person. Think, uh, I think that would be a very good idea. This ship has become a very dangerous place, but maybe take one of their crewmates with you so they don't get too surprised when you sneak up on them. <sighs> yes, sir. Uh, seems clearly pissed off that they asked. So which one are you okay. coming with me? And maybe Flynn would be like, Captain, I, I, I'd really like to take them to the med lab um, now. I don't, I'm not really comfortable Well, there's with... no need for us to sit around waiting here amongst the dead. Why don't we all head downstairs and some of us can go and find your wayward sheep and the rest of us can go to the med lab and make sure you get properly inoculated. Okay, that thing we saw bursting out of your friend's face, do you think it's... Um going to be around here Agent. anywhere or going to have any friends? Oh, well, um, if you're in sealed suits, then you should be fine for now, but we would want to get you inoculated as quickly as possible. Um, we're all inoculated too. If Cooper was the one that didn't take it, then there'll be one at least, but they need a host to, uh, to grow in, at least so we found it. <laughs> we haven't done much experimentation. So, um, so I would say the quicker we get you jabbed, the better. And uh, there should be only the one at the moment. Uh, everyone else should be either dead or uh, or we've taken care of it. Um, John's uh, Alex, your character. You'll be finding it really difficult to breathe in this atmosphere. It, it stinks. Mm. It's smoky. Uh, it's foisty. It, it's 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 not nice. I think um, and. Jacko, now that your suits, um, you'll start to, and, and especially now it's ripped, you're starting to smell this. Your, your suit will be complaining to you about the quality of the oxygen. It's breathable, but you're not going to be well if you breathe this uh, for much longer. Okay. Can you, um, um, so um, is there any gaffer tape or something like that? Because gaffer tape fixes everything. Have we got any suit patches or anything? Um, not with you, no, no. Um, you might be able to, there are some uh, compression and EV suits dotted around on the map. You might be able to, to go to one of those. Uh, We've got a, a whole bay full of EVA suits downstairs if you want to switch out and 
we could stand to start sealing some of the ship off and restoring what atmosphere we can because we're finding it pretty hard to breathe without the benefit of the helmets you've got. And um, Captain John Johns would know that um, that after such a long time, now you've come to realise that you've been out for seventy three years. That um, mm. in that time, that the scrubbers, uh, oxygen scrubbers. Um, will need changing and, uh, and cleaning, so that might be one of the first tasks that you might recommend. I recommend we change the oxygen. <laughs> uh, let's see, in my crew, I'm just seeing if we have a sign. Okay, I was hoping we would have a mechanic, but I suspect we won't. Well, you've got um, to. Um, I don't know if they would speak up, but uh, Mike, your character's a roughneck. It's always me, isn't it? Is it down to me to change the scrubbers here as well? Have I got to do everything on this ship too? <laughs> oh, do you know how to change scrubbers? Looks like it, yes, if you wouldn't mind. You're so good at it. <laughs> so Dr. Flynn might say, look, uh, Reed, looking at the Colonial Marine, I think they're called Reed, you go find the Wayland Utani. Meet me back. Get him to the med lab. Um, Doctor Flynn will go with you, Michael. So that uh, look, I'll come with you. I'll take you to the scrubbers, and then I'll escort you myself down to the med lab. Maybe Cap Johns, will you get everyone else down there, and I'll meet you there? Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll take everyone else down to the med lab. That way, you won't get lost or uh, or poke around where you might run into something you shouldn't. So. Before I go anywhere, I want to know what's in this inoculation because I've never seen a common cold do something like that. So I want to know exactly what we're going to get jabbed with. Um, so I gesture towards the scientist. Yeah, so Dr. Flynn would say, look, um, th that wasn't the inoculation that did that to him. That's because he didn't take the inoculation. The... The... Uh, the infection we brought on board we think uh, we may have brought it on our, on our clothes um, somehow or on the art, some of the artifacts that we brought in it, it, it's clearly it must be airborne um, I, I see your compression suits you, you are susceptible to this now uh, we all had to be inoculated um, and that's the result that you want I um, myself and dr. Cooper we developed this um, from we isolated the strain um, itself and we were able to um, repurpose itself we, we turned it against itself um, and, and created this inoculation yeah but what I'm saying is that's not a virus that's a living thing I want to know more about it how on earth have you done research that gives you an inoculation that's that's what we do that's why we're here we're experts me and dr. Cooper this is this is and yeah, we've, that we've guy been... there with an eyeball missing, he's an expert. Mm. <laughs> I, if you want to be on this ship, John's back me up here. You, you need this. We can't have you turning and running yeah, around. No, if, if you want to stay on this ship, you either get jabbed or you get a little monster screaming its way out of your face. You've got two choices. And no, uh, I've actually got... you in the science lab, switch on the incinerator. It'll go nice and fast. You won't feel a thing. But uh, if you want to roam free... Uh, without Reed breaking something, then you'll you'll need a jab. It's actually a third choice. I can always fly away in my ship. It's not your ship, I'll pay. 
Okay. My shit. Why the point? I love how Pete reacted to that as the Whalen Utani rep. It ain't your shit. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, okay, let's okay, quickly let's, let's quickly uh, a little bit frostier here. Now, I I myself come from a long line of anti-vaxxers. Actually, no, that's a lie. Um, <laughs> it would be a very long line. Let's be honest with you, would it? <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, uh, to be honest, we've only just met, and here you're wanting to jab me full of something. Um, no, I don't buy it myself. I think it would probably be better if we went down, we all got suited up, I'm low, you've got a tear, we should get you repaired as soon as possible, uh, Kyle. Now, if I, if my, if my, uh, if my memory serves me right, there's also a, an armory, which might be useful. Uh, there is, yep, down by the extra suits, not far, um, not far from there. I really must stress. I, I, I appreciate your coming to do us a favor by waking us up the lion's share of a century after we went down. Um, and if Captain Hobbs is dead, and so is the first mate, then I'm, I guess I'm the captain now. Um, I, hate to, I hate to pull rank, but uh, you're standing on my ship, so you can either go back the way you came and have something crawl its way out of your face, which I don't think any of us want. Come downstairs, we can get suited up, but I really must stress we need to get you jabbed as quickly as possible. Especially Kyle, was it? Because you've got a hole in your suit, which means you're infected now. So it's, it's a matter of time. Let's... I've got, got, got. I'm going to say, let's let's cut back to Pete. Pete, you've, uh, you've made it to um, the... Armory, please. Pardon? You've made it to the armory. Armory, that's where I'm headed to. Um, I'm after something which is which is small and concealable, and also punches big holes in things, which like you know might be coming towards me. Yeah, time. you. When you when you get to the armory, you, you you're disappointed. It's it's pretty much been stripped bare. Um, but what is uh, left in there is a M41A pulse rifle, but it's heavy. Too big. It's not big. Um, discreet. And it's got small. one. I want like a sidearm. I don't want to It's got one reload. Uh, there's yeah, a case of shotgun set up shells, uh, and they're scattered all along shotgun, uh, no, across I want, the I want, floor. I want literally want a pistol, which I can just put. On, I can hide on the person. A shotgun again, and that's somewhere in a long coat. It's going to be too big. Um, over and, your over your compression suit, just a big duster, you know. Uh, and apart from that, that's all. <laughs> yeah. all What's the, this? It's just me discreet. Just, and that's all that's in there and um, what you do notice though is um, there's some white uh, splatter on the wall okay uh, it, it, does it appear to be um, emanating from a, from a particular point is it something which has come across the wall I mean what sort of effect is this splatter indicating um, are you going to have a closer look? Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> Why not? So on closer inspection, um, you see uh, bits of hair in it. Uh, what something looks like uh, bone and, and flesh. Okay. 
Okay, I, I think I've got an idea what's happened here. Okay, anyway, I'm going to ignore that and carry on looking for a small service firearm, like a sidearm or something um, like that. It's completely, apart from what I've told you, that room is completely bare. Right, done. Going back up to see the guys, because there's, there's nothing for me here, which I can't really, yeah. I'm Brilliant. going back up to see what's going on upstairs. Okay, so what what are we doing upstairs? Mike, is Mike's character going with Flynn to the air scrubbers? Um, yep. Reed and your character Jacko going to find Pete? Yeah, yeah. I'll go so the, the Colonial Marine, you're going to go with the Colonial Marine to try and find Pete's character. Um, and the two officers, John's and your character, Rob, Captain Miller. I, I think we're just going to stay in the same room and argue the toss to each other for hours on end. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll come back to that argument. Um, so let's <laughs> let's uh, maybe cut to Mike's character uh, going with Dr. Flynn to the uh, air scrubbers. Let me find where they are. I think they're on the same deck that you're on, yeah. They're on the one below, Flynn's good, okay. So, um, Flynn takes you there, um, but when he, he, and I guess to your character, uh, uh, a rough neck like his, it's not a surprise, you have to uh, prize open um, and, and uh, 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 an access panel and there's a crawl space that you have to uh, crawl through to then get inside the uh, the air scrubber chamber and Flynn I, I'm not going in there that's not my area of expertise I'll wait here for you and then I'll take you to the med lab once you once you've done uh, how long are you how long do you think it'll take it's gonna take at least 10 minutes or so Possibly, possibly, good court for an hour. I mean, it's. I don't know. I don't know what I'm dealing with here, but I'll be quick. I'll be as quick as I can. Okay, and Flynn agrees. I ain't got nowhere else to go. I've got a motion tracker here. Am I? Am I going to use it at all to just to be on the safe side? Because I'm, you know, I'm, I've got a fairly healthy um, sense of self-preservation. Um. So yeah, so, turn turn it on. Is that, is he likes that idea. Where is Johnny? We approve. Um, turn it on and uh, roll five uh, stress dice for me. We'll just see how much power's remaining in the battery for that. Okay. Uh, yeah, so your, your battery's dropped down to four, um, but in your vicinity, there's, there's, it picks up no motion. Uh, blips or anything, so okay. note of it somewhere. Yes, I've got it. Um, so as you crawl uh, through the, uh, the 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 shaft, um, you do put your hand in something sticky, and as you pull your hand away, these strings uh, of, of of goo uh, stick to your, stick to your hand. But as as you crawl through, you make it into the the wider. Uh, chamber 
uh, of the air scrubbers and waters constantly uh, trickling and the condensation is it's it, you, you know you're soaked instantly but you're in your pressure suit but you know I gotta use your imagination to see how that how that uh, splatters on your uh, uh, the glass dome of your of your pressure suit and oh, I'm ignoring um, the water I'm just I'm just I'm just grumbling it's always me and I don't get paid enough I can't believe it it's just water's just a mild inconvenience compared to everything else and, and, and you, you, you lean over uh, there's like this safety rail going round it and all the water's trickling down and you lean over um, and you can see you know it goes the full length of the ship does this and all, where all the water condenses and, and, and cleans uh, the oxygen I guess kids might have spat over the edge if you know that go see how far see how long it far it drops down um, but behind you there's some cabinets with spare uh, scrubbers uh, and, 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 and that, that you can take out and replace these but you, they're, they're disgusting the ones are in there they're, they're covered in horrible grime um, and you know your pressure suits going crazy with the the, the, the moisture and, the, and the, the muck and the grime that's been uh, generated from these dirty uh, scrubbers within there um, so are you, are you gonna replace those yeah I've got to I'm gonna have to just get in and out as quickly as I can okay so, um, so what it's asking for is it's a heavy machinery roll right so do that for me which you should be reasonably good at, I would imagine. Uh, no modifier. I don't think, have I? Sorry. Uh, no. Ooh, are you that stressed at the moment? <laughs> yes. Oh, right, okay. Um, so, <clears throat> so that's a fail. You. Um, what happens is that you go to grab one of the uh, old, you know, you've got one new scrubber in one hand and you go to pull one of them out to replace it and uh, as you pull it just completely uh, disintegrates in your hands and behind uh, where that was in the scrubber you see these three uh, strange little eggs uh, that have embedded themselves behind uh, the scrubber and into the oxygen uh, system and uh, I guess maybe to represent that that stress that that came up is that um, all three of them open and puff this uh, oh, black shit. black smoke uh, into your face. So guys, unfortunately, we're gonna have to leave it there, but don't worry, you'll be able to find out what happens to the crew very soon. It's time for the Kickstarter kick around. The first Kickstarter I want to take a look at this week is a redo of V Commandos. This is the deluxe edition from Triton Noir.
So V Commandos is set in Second World War period and you'll be taking an elite team of commandos to try and break into different types of Nazi type compounds and things like that. There's an absolute ton of scenarios that you have to play through. One of the things I really like about this game is that you're not just going around trying to blast as many things as possible. Ideally what you actually want to be is quite sneaky and using your stealth abilities to try and sneak around the compound, trying to uh, sabotage things as you go. As I said, there's an absolute ton of different missions that you'll be able to take part in. You can do this as a co-op or you can do it as solo missions. You can do it as a standalone or you can do it as a campaign. Now, what's making this deluxe this time around, as before, when it was previously out, all of the characters were just done as cardboard tokens. This time around, they've given you some minis, and, well, yeah, the minis look absolutely stunning, to be honest with you. The previous edition of V Commandos already had a lot of praise, and what they've actually done in this one, they are enabling you to just upgrade, so if you wanted to, you can just get the minis that will upgrade it to this new deluxe edition. And that's going to set you back £28. If you're brand new to the game, then you'll be able to pick up this version of V Commandos. And this will give you the Ghost expansion, as well as the Core Box, the miniatures, as I said, plus all the daily stretch goals that are coming out as well. And that's going to set you back £102. Or if you're a newcomer and you want absolutely everything that's been previously out as well, then you can get this for £185. And this is going to give you a ton. Not only is it giving you what I previously mentioned, but it's going to give you a secret weapons expansion and the resistance expansion. Once again, funding has gone incredibly well on this. It had a goal of £8,620. Well, it's currently sat on £215,000. And there's still almost two weeks to go at the time of recording. So this one is due to finish on Friday, April the 16th. The next Kickstarter I want to talk about is one that I previously briefly mentioned in the news. This is Lasting Tales by Blacklist Games. So Lasting Tales is a cooperative tabletop miniatures game that's for one to five players. It's designed by acclaimed designer Mark Latham, who's done one of my favourite miniature games in The Walking Dead All Out War. He's also done the Elder Scrolls Call to Arms. So Lasting Tales is a fantasy-based game where the players are able to create their own types of heroes, your usual sorts of wizards, barbarians, fighters, clerics, you know the drill. As I said, this is a fully cooperative experience in which every player has their own hero and will be looking to tell their own story. Now, I previously backed a Blacklist Games uh, Kickstarter, which was the Fantasy Miniatures range. In this, you got over 200 miniatures for just $65. It was pretty much about 50p for a model, which was absolutely fantastic, especially when you consider that some of these models were like huge models, like dragons and things like that. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up is that in this Kickstarter, it's going to be one of these two-for-ones if you want it, because what they're doing, they're actually bringing out a second range of fantasy miniatures as well. Now, I'd love to say that I really do recommend the miniatures. Unfortunately, I can't say that, as mine have not arrived as yet. I know they have been arriving in Australia, and they're starting to be shipped out around the world, but I can't hand on height say these are absolutely brilliant, as I have not seen them in my hand. 
what I have seen though where people have produced videos showing off their miniatures they do look very good and especially good value for the money. Now Lasting Tales itself is just a book that can contain all the rules that you need to play including things like hero creation, adversary profiles, campaign rules, scenarios as well as a full narrative campaign. There are pre-made heroes that are available so that you can get stuck straight in. Now fortunately, although I haven't got my miniatures from Blacklist Games yet, it is a miniatures agnostic game, meaning that you can use any miniatures that you've got to hand. This is particularly handy as shelf space is becoming a bit of a premium now, and to get even more minis, uh, yeah, I would just struggle to be able to fit them on my shelf, but I can fit a book. So I can use minis from absolutely anything. I have already given the game a go using Arkwell miniatures and it works really nice. It's got some real nice mechanics where, for example, you will have a critical die that on some occasions you'll be rolling. If you hit and you'll get a 6 on the critical die, then it means you can pull off like a super move. If you miss and the critical die hits a 1, unfortunately this is like a catastrophic miss and something extra bad is going to happen. So it's a real nice little twist. It pushes things a different way. I really do like it being a co-op as there's not that many miniature games where you can actually play as a team alongside your friends and try to work together. So again, another big plus. Once again, you've guessed it. Funding has gone fantastically well on this one. It's sitting on nearly 400,000 of its 72,000 goal and there's still 16 days to go at time of recording. So this one's shoot to finish on Tuesday, April the 20th. If, like me, you've got plenty of plastic miniatures already sat on the shelves, then you'll be able to pick up the Lasting Tales hardcover core book for £29, which is about $40. If, however, you are a plastic junkie and you want more minis, then you can pick up the Fantasy Series 2 miniature line for £55. This currently has 173 minis already included, plus they're unlocking more and more pretty much every day. If you'd like to get the Last in Tales core book, as well as the minis, then this will set you back £79 or $109. And if that isn't enough plastic for you, you can actually get the Series 1 included, along with the Series 2 miniatures and the core book, and that will set you back £163 or $225. The last Kickstarter I'm going to give you this week is an absolute freebie. And this one is called Clash of Deck, and I'm not joking, it really is for free. Well, unless you're excluding postage, but we're only looking at $2, €2, £2 for that. So, I still think it pretty much counts as being free. So, Clash of Deck is a card-based combat game for 1-2 to two players, recommended for ages 8+, plus, and it takes about 30 minutes to play. This is a nice, simple card game. It has three simple phases. You start off with your mana generation, where the player gains as much mana as the cards that are in their hand, and this includes the Watchtower card. The mana is then used to pay the card costs of any cards you're looking to play in Phase 2. So Phase 2, of course, is the summoning. The player then can spend the mana that you were gained in Phase 1 to play cards from their hand. A player can only play the four leftmost cards in the hand, ignoring the Watchtower. Any mana that is not spent in this round is lost, so you might as well spend as much as possible. It has a nice combat mechanic where you're going to have two different lanes where you're going to opt where you're going to put your different cards. 
So in this, you're going to see what your opponent has on the opposite side, so you'll be attacking along in that lane. In phase three, it's called the assault. So a unit has a certain amount of hit points and the attack value. A unit cannot attack at a turn in which it enters play, and each unit a player controls inflicts the attack value to the opposing unit. Units automatically activate in a predetermined order. First the upper lane from the unit furthest away from the unit closest to the bridge. Then the lower lane from the unit furthest towards the closest again to the bridge. When a unit suffers at least as much damage as its HP value, the unit is destroyed. It suffers the entirety of the damage caused by the attack and the card returns to its owner's hands in the rightmost place. So this will then mean that your watchtower is going to slowly start working its way across your hand. Once you have to play your watchtower and this suffers damage, it will then get flipped over to become a stronghold. When the stronghold card reaches the rightmost place in the player's hand, then that's when the game is over and you've lost. As well as being a two-player game, there is also a solo mode with a variable difficulty AI to try and go up against. So the game is designed by Leandre Proust and has some really nice artwork by the studio Rexard. So this game was originally published in 2020, where you cut cards out yourself from a folded sheet of cardboard, and a new standalone expansion was published every month. Graham's edition are so confident that people are going to like this game and will get the expansions, which is why they are offering this for free. Not surprisingly, over 13,000 people have already taken them up on this offer, it had a funding goal of just over £3,000, well it's over £36,000 already. There's still quite a bit of time to go on this as well, so this one is due to finish on Thursday, April the 15th. Like I said guys, it'll cost you literally a couple of pounds, euros, dollars, whatever you want to call it, and you will get yourself a free game. You can indeed actually get yourself two packs, and that'll just cost you £4, dollars, euros, whatever you want to call it. So, there you go guys, I think that is the bargain to end all bargains right there. Well, that's another one done guys, hopefully you enjoyed the show. I'd like to say a massive thank you to all the ramblers that join me in the Alien RPG. If you've got any comments about the show, then feel free to drop me an email at tabletopramble at gmail.com or one that will come along and join us for a ramble on our Discord. As ever, all the show notes can be found over on our website at tabletopramble.com. Until next week, make sure you stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll speak to you then. Thank you.